In today's episode, I want to speak with you about the missing link in most health practitioners' marketing campaigns. I'm Angus Pike and welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. Each week I have strategy sessions with uh, chiropractors, naturopaths, different health practitioners from around the globe. And one of the questions I like to ask them is, what have you done in the past? What has worked for you with regards to your marketing and what hasn't worked for you? And invariably, there's very often a story of I tried this and it didn't work and then I tried this and it didn't work. I did some paid advertising through here. I did some Instagram stuff. And there is this history of all these things that they tried that didn't work. And it reminds me of a story. Um, I'm 45, I just turned 45. And for my 40th birthday, a good friend of mine told me that he had a surprise for me. Um, I was to meet him down in St Kilda at kind of eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. I was a little skeptical about what we were going to be doing. In fact, it wasn't skeptical. I was a bit scared. Um, so the unknown is not uh, a friend of mine. We got down there. Uh, I kind of asked him, what are we doing today? He says, you'll find out soon. We we're kind of hanging around for a little while. We made our way across the road into this kind of little shed thing. And then I realized what we were doing. We were going skydiving. Now, I had wanted to skydive uh, probably for 25 years. You see, I've been a big fan of the bungee jump. Now, I've lost lost count of the number of times that I have bungee jumped. So I've done it in Zimbabwe, I've done it through up in Queensland, and I had a really great friend of mine who used to work at a bungee jump centre here in Melbourne. And often on the way home from work, I would call in and see Carmen, and we would jump. And we would jump in tandem and harnesses and backwards. And so I'm not scared of heights. Um, and I didn't think that I would be scared of um, uh, skydiving. But the moment that I realized that we were skydiving, the terror filled me from head to toe. And I was really very, very interested in it. Sometimes I have the wisdom and the mindfulness to be able to watch these things. Now you go through a number of steps to work your way through this. And first step, you sit there and you read through what seems to be pages of uh, documentation telling you how dangerous this is and that you could die. I worked my way through that and realizing the fact that I'd had a strong coffee and no breakfast at this stage was doing me absolutely no favors at all. So uh, I got through that phase and uh, the level of fear continuing to grow. The next thing that they do is they put you in some really daggy overalls. You then hop in this little van, squashed in with other people, and you drive to the airport. Now, it's probably uh, maybe 20 minutes drive. I was noticing how happy and relaxed that everybody else looked around me, and I felt like I was the only person that uh, was fearing my life at this stage. Then you go through to the next phase, which is the safety briefing or debriefing as well. More and more talk um, about uh, how dangerous this is. And at every phase throughout this, there are exit clauses, which means if you don't feel comfortable at this stage, you can leave. And I was noticing just how um, open these doors are metaphorically for me to leave at any stage. Because when I first got there that morning, I could have said, no, I don't want to do this. But I continued on. Um, we got to uh, in the car or we got to the airport. I could have stepped back at that stage, but I continued going on. 
Then comes the stage that you have some stranger, in my case it was another grown man strapped to the back of me as well. I could have said no to that, but um, I didn't. I kept on going. Plane takes off. Now, I wish I could articulate the level of fear that I have. And it was so surprising for me, as I said beforehand, as somebody who is a veteran bungee jumper and a lover of heights. And this is something that, because a bungee jump is wonderful, but the free fall itself is moments, you know, even on a really long bungee jump, it's three or four seconds is about all it is. And I loved that free fall and I was looking forward to a much longer free fall, you know. So, uh, but that didn't seem to calm the fear that we had. Plane goes up. The plane that we were in seemed like it was probably older than the history of parachuting anyway. So it was rattly and noisy. Uh, it seemed to take us forever to get up there, mostly because I think this thing was like flapping its wings to get us up to that kind of height. But eventually you get to the altitude. And I started to notice even at this stage here, there was an opportunity for us to back out. I watched the first couple of groups of people get to the edge and then dive off. And then we made our way over there. Now, this guy obviously had superhuman strength because I'm sure I was pushing back, but he kind of lifted me up and moved over to the edge there. And then I had a realization as we got to the kind of edge there, we'd gone through exactly what the process is for us to leap off. And this leaping off is, I think, not only an experience that I had there just before bungee jumping, but it's an experience that you and I have in our lives all the time because it's the last moment that we have before 100% commitment. And there's no, uh, very few other areas in our life where it's as clean and crisp as it was for me in that day when I bungee jump. Now, for many of the practitioners that I spoke to or that I continue to speak to, they have started different forms of marketing campaign. And always along the way, there have been exit strategies. In, in many cases, they tried it for six weeks or 12 weeks and they made a video maybe. They wrote a couple of blogs. They created one podcast, but they weren't committed. When I was sitting on the edge of the plane thing there. There you go. This is my brain just scrambling. I'm actually can kind of resent some of the fear coming into me. And then as we push off, that's when commitment is. At that stage then when you're free from the plane or when I was free from the plane, that's when I was 100% committed. That level of commitment is what's missing for you in almost all of the marketing campaigns that you have. Now, when I was reading Seth Godin's book, uh, This Is Marketing, a great marketing book there too, he says marketing starts with this. It starts with an absolute commitment to make a difference in a group of people's lives. Let me say that again, that marketing starts with an absolute commitment to making a difference in a group of people's lives. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to try for six weeks or three months or 12 months. This means that you're committed to doing it, that you will find a way one way or another. Now, if your target audience is, you know, women with fertility problems and you really have the care and compassion, then you owe it to them to find a way to get in front of them, to find a way to show them how they can get one step closer to the health outcome, the fertility outcomes that they're looking for. And there should be nothing that stands in your way. The fact of the matter is, is our audiences, our communities are more skeptical now than they have ever been in history. So while it's easier for us to reach out to them, the social media platforms have lowered the barrier of entry, 
but the price of that that ease of entry is enormous skepticism and enormous lack of trust that means this you can't run a, a Facebook ad campaign for a week and expect your practice to be full of new patients. You can't just create one video and expect new patients to come in. Now this, uh, by the time you listen to this episode here, it may be close to episode 120, and there was 40 or 50 episodes before that that Tony and I did. And it's only really now that this podcast is really starting to pay dividends in terms of people, you know, jumping on board into my paid programs, reaching out and buying different products that I put forwards there too. But I'm committed to this. Week in, week out, I'm committed to helping you find a way through the challenges. I know that many of you are your community's absolute best kept secrets. You help people each and every day. You save lives and you do it in a way without the dangers of drugs and surgery and all that other kind of shenanigans there too, but nobody knows about you. Now, is that unfair? Absolutely, it's unfair, but there is a solution and the solution is commitment. And so as you're listening to this now, I would ask you to check in and say, what is my level of commitment? How have I been showing up in the past? And if you haven't been showing up with that same level of commitment when I was sitting on the edge of the plane platform and leaping out where there is no turning back, then that may well be one of the things that is holding you back from the results that you've been looking for with your social media and your digital marketing. Gang, that's it from me today. Commitment is the thing that you're missing. As always, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. I love you. See you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.